الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اذ قال له ربه اسلم قال اسلمت لرب العالمين وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الصلاة عباد الدين من أقامها فقد أقام الدين ومن هدمها فقد هدم الدين أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله تبارك وتعالى has blessed us with the greatest gift of Iman and Islam This is our title, we are Muslims. This is our title above everything else. And being Muslim, what does this mean? What does Islam mean? Islam means submission. A Muslim is one who submits. Submits himself entirely to Allah Ta'ala. And in this Mubarak month of Zulhijjah, the reminder of what is submission all about is given to us. In the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala speaks about Ibrahim Ali Salatu Wasalam, is qala lahu rabbuhu aslim. Ibrahim Ali Salatu Wasalam also, his Rabb said to him, aslim. In our context, you can even say, accept Islam, coming to Islam. He was a Muslim, Allah Ta'ala came to him, Aslim, submit yourself entirely to Allah Ta'ala. So this great Nabi of Allah Ta'ala, he responds and says, Aslam to li Rabbil Alameen. But I have submitted myself to the Lord of the universe, to the Rabb of all the worlds and realms. Now this was something that he gave in response. Allah Ta'ala wa Ta'ala to prove the level of his submission for mankind to Qiyamah to take a lesson and to be inspired by what is his level of submission and for every Muslim that will come on the face of this earth to learn what is Islam all about what is submission all about Allah Ta'ala then put him through a series of tests وَإِذِبْ تَلَا إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ فَأَتَمَّهُنْ Allah Ta'ala says Remember the time that your Rabb tested Ibrahim in various aspects. Now this test was of what? This test was of submission. Ibrahim is being ordered to go and leave his wife and child in a barren place. Nothing growing there, no means of survival. There is nobody to look after them there. They will be left totally to themselves. Now put ourselves in that situation that this kind of command is being addressed to one of us. We will immediately start questioning the logic in it. But what sense does this make? And is this something logical? And what wrong did I do? And why should I be asked to do such a thing? But Ibrahim without any question goes to leave his wife and child in this barren place. And now when he turns to leave, this is his submission. Wife, an infant child, little baby, in a place where there is nothing growing, nobody to look after them, 
no means of surviving. And now when he is turning to leave, so his wife is also an insan, she's a human being, she also has the concerns that any other human being has, she also has the same emotions. So she asks him that, are you leaving us here? Where are you going? There is nobody to take care of us, there is nothing here, where are you going? He doesn't give any answer. He was ordered not to answer. But after repeating the question two times, three times, and then she gets no answer, she rephrases the question. And the question now is, Allahu amaraka bihada? Did Allah Ta'ala command you to do this? Which knows her husband is the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. So her question now is, Allahu amaraka bihada? Did Allah Ta'ala command you to leave us here? So now he indicates yes. So now when she gets this piece of information that this is happening on the order of Allah Ta'ala. I'm going to be left here alone with my infant child, with my little baby, with nobody here to care for us, with no means of survival, this little food and water is going to be exhausted just now. But this is the order of Allah Ta'ala. So what is the response of this soul woman? In the face of all these challenges and odds that she can see for herself, she is also giving us the same lesson of submission. Her answer is, If that is the case, if this is the order of Allah Ta'ala, then no problem, Allah Ta'ala won't allow us to perish. Because she has this yaqeen in her heart that success and failure is not dependent on external factors. Success and failure is dependent on what is the level of submission to Allah Ta'ala. person has totally submitted to Allah Ta'ala that in the face of all the odds, and no matter what the challenges would be, that the person will come out successful. Now this is a woman that is giving us this lesson of submission, that where outwardly all the aspects of destruction are facing her. There's going to be no food, there's going to be no water, there's going to be nobody to look after them. There's no proper shelter also. So this is the lesson for us to now reflect on our own situations. Sometimes some little challenge comes, financial challenge, business challenge. Now in such a situation, we are also being asked to submit to Allah. Not that a person now submits to the bank manager. He should be knocking the door of Allah. Not knocking the door of the bank manager who is going to dish out the lanat of Allah Ta'ala to him. This is a woman that is teaching us this lesson. The third Allah Ta'ala. If this is the command of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala won't allow us to perish. Driver Salatu Salam, he is submitting. Ismail Salatu Salam, the mother, his wife, the Hazra Allah Ta'ala Anha, she is submitting. Total submission to Allah Ta'ala. Then comes the next test. Well known to us all these incidents are, the command of Allah Ta'ala to slaughter this son. This son who he left behind as a little baby and didn't have the opportunity to spend much time with him. Now this little son has grown up. And he can now be of assistance to the father and run around with him, do whatever the father may want. Now he's getting the command that slaughter this son. Now this Mubarak month of Zulhijjah comes then this great ibadat of Qurbani comes, we are days away from it. This is not just something to just go through as a ritual. 
that fine, we slaughtered some animal and done what? Yes, that is wajib if a person has the means. But there is more to it than slaughtering an animal. It is that lesson of submission. That submission to Allah Ta'ala in every aspect of life. Ibrahim wasalam, in old age is blessed with this son. And now he's been commanded that this son who you made so much of dua for, Rabbi Hafli min as Allah grant me a pious child. Now that this son came in old age, at that time of life, when normally a person doesn't get, doesn't have children, at that age now he's blessed with this son. <coughs> and now he's been so sorry. So he's ready for it. There's no question. Again, if it was us, we would start asking the logic behind it. What is the reasoning behind this? Did I do something? What crime did I commit? Why should I be deprived of the company of this child? No questions asked. But then there's a further lesson of submission. That we've learned the submission of a man, we've learned the submission of a woman, but we need sometimes a lesson from children also. Sometimes a lesson from a child is greater for us. So Allah says, take the lesson of submission from a child as well. Ibrahim wasalam, in order to prepare the mind of this child, it wasn't a matter of questioning, would you be ready to go through this or not? And if you're not ready, then fine, leave it, we'll think about something else. No, there was no question about it. The issue was that this is a child after all. And therefore, just to prepare his mind for what must happen. So Ibrahim wasalam, says to him, Inni ra'aytu fil manami anni azbahuk, fanzur tara. I've seen in a dream that I'm slaughtering you. What do you have to say about this? This little child is a child, but he knows his father is a Nabi of Allah Taala. And the dream of a Nabi is Wahi. It is revelation. It is a command of Allah Taala. So what is his reply? His reply is again also similarly not what we would have thought about at that time. Did I commit any murder? Did I take somebody else's life that my life must be taken? Does this make sense? Where's the logic in this? The command of Allah Ta'ala is all we need to know. What is the command of Allah Ta'ala? What is Nabi Sallallahu what did he give us? What is the logic behind it? What is the hikmah and the wisdom in it? That is not our duty and responsibility. If we get to know it, well and good. If we don't get to know it, it doesn't matter. We need to know what to do. What Allah Ta'ala wants from us. What Nabi Sallallahu wants from us. So what is his response? The submission of a child. His response is, Ya Abatif al ma tu'mar. Oh my father, what you have been commanded to do, you go ahead. And this, not that you go ahead, I will cooperate in this. The submission of a child who is being told you have to give your life. But I will cooperate in this. Satajituni insha'Allah min as-sabirin. Ya Allah, you'll find me to be patient. Uh, oh my father, you will find me very patient. I'm not going to be making a you and cry. I'm not going to be trying to run away. You have to come and chase behind me and catch me. And tie me down. I will be patient in this. You go ahead and fulfill the command of Allah. This is the time that we are being reminded of this lesson of submission. At the time of Fajr, submission to the command of Allah. When the Muslim calls out Hayya al-Salah, Hayya al-Falah, that is testing our submission. We also said Aslam to Rabbil Alameen. We also said we are Muslims. We also claim demand. Now this is the test of submission at the time of Fajr. But now leave the sleep, put the knife on that sleep, as you will put the knife on the throat of that animal, on the command of Allah Ta'ala. 
So now is the lesson that put the knife on that sleep also at the time of Fajr. Put the knife on that business. Put the knife on that occupation. The knife on that whatever comes in the way of Salah at the time of Zohar, Asr, Maghrib, Isha. is the lesson of submission. And this is the test of submission. That a person is commanded while he is now leaving the masjid, going out on the road. Allah Ta'ala says, قُلْ لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَغُبْدُوا مِنْ أَبْصَارِهِمْ وَيَحْفَدُوا فُرُوجَهُمْ Now he's going to be tested again. What is his submission? Allah Ta'ala is saying, say to the believing men, to lower their gazes. To lower their gazes, not to commit any haram and cast lustful glances. Now this is the test of submission. What does a person submit to? Does he submit to Allah Ta'ala? Or does he submit to his nafs? Does he submit to the temptations of shaitan? When he comes within his home, Allah Ta'ala says, وَعَاشِرُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Keep your wives kindly. فَإِنْ كَرِهْتُمُهُمْ فَعَسَىٰ أَنْ تَكْرَهُوا شَيْءً وَوَيْدْعَلَ اللَّهُ فِيهِ خَيْرًا كَثِيرًا Allah Ta'ala is interceding on behalf of the woman. Treat them kindly. Sometimes they'll have some shortcomings in them. You might dislike something about them, but Allah Ta'ala might put a lot of good in that what you dislike. So now what does a person submit to? He submits to this intercession from the side of Allah Ta'ala or his authority. It will happen my way, come what may. Otherwise it's the highway. So now all these occasions we are being tested with this lesson of submission. When it comes to within his heart, that this heart should be filled with the love of Allah Ta'ala. Not with the love of dunya. Dunya must be in his hands. Dunya can be in his pockets. Dunya can be in his accounts. Dunya can be anywhere else, but not in his heart. The heart is the place for the love of Allah Ta'ala. So now this is the lesson of submission to Allah Ta'ala, that the heart to Allah Ta'ala. This heart, clean of pride, clean of malice. Nabi Islam is teaching a little child again. Ya Bunayya, he's saying to young boy. Ya Bunayya, oh my beloved son. إِنْ قَدَرْتَ أَنْ تُسْبِحَ وَتُمْسِيَ وَلَيْسَ فِي قَلْبِكَ غِشٌّ لِأَحَدٍ فَفْعَلُ That if you can keep your heart clean of malice, don't have any dirt in your heart for anybody, then certainly do so. If you can, it's not meant to say, if you can't do it, then well, don't worry about it. Oh, this is the way of encouraging, that definitely do this. Keep your heart clean of malice, regarding anyone and everyone. Keep your heart totally clean. فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنْ سُنَّةِ because that is my sunnah, that is my way of life. That is how I keep my heart, the heart of Nabi Islam, pure, clean. Nabi Islam says, Man ahatta sunnati kana ma'ifil jannah. The one who will love my sunnah, follow my way, he will be with me in jannah. Now this comes the test. What do we submit to? We submit to our own, the thirst for revenge within ourselves, the malice that we have within ourselves, and all the various other emotions that come within us. Or do we submit to that teaching that Nabi Islam has given the guarantee of being in Jannah with him for? So in every sphere of life, these are just some little examples, whether it comes to Salah, the time of Zakat has come, the person now has to discharge that wealth, and now at that time there is a very lucrative investment. You say, well now put it here now, we'll worry about the Zakat later. Oh, that's the test of submission now, that Zakat comes first. <coughs> he discharges that Zakat, which is the command of Allah. Whether it is his ibadat, whether it is his mu'amalat, his monetary dealings, how does he conduct his business, how does he trade and transact with others, in this as well, he doesn't submit to what are the dictates of the way business is conducted. 
he submits to what Allah has commanded how he should be conducted. The way that Nabi Islam has taught how he should be conducted. With that honesty, with that uprightness, not cutting corners. Many a times, unfortunately, a person, when something is being advised to him regarding how to conduct his business, it can't happen in that way. In this time and age, you want to be straight, you can't do business. As if Allah Ta'ala has given such a command that will not be practical, that will not be applicable. Whereas barakat is only in that which Allah Ta'ala has commanded. And otherwise, it might bring katra, it might bring a lot of quantity. But if that barakat has been extracted out of that quantity, due to the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, the more it will be, the greater the musibah it will be. And if that excess has got barakat in it, it will be a great bounty. And if it is less also, it will be a great bounty. So if he submits to Allah Ta'ala and how he conducts his muamalat, his monetary dealings, he will have barakat in his life. He will have barakat in all his earnings. If he, when it comes to his muasharat, his social life, how he interacts with people, how he interacts with his parents, how parents interact with their children. And on the one hand, there are many things tempting him to run here, go there and do that in the other. But his parents require his khidmat at that time. They are old, they are aged. They have nobody else to care for them. Now what is his priority? What does he submit to at that time? Does he submit to what he wants to do? What Allah has commanded him on that occasion. That, وَخْفِدْ لَهُمَا جَنَاحَ الذُّلِّ مِنَ الرَّحْمَةِ أَقُرْ رَبِّ رَحَمْهُمَا كَمَا رَبَّيَانِ صَغِيرًا That totally humble yourself in front of them. And make dua for them also. Ya Allah, as they had mercy on me when I was a little baby, you take care of them now, you have mercy on them. When it comes to how he deals with his neighbors, how he deals with his wife, how he deals with his children, how he deals with people in society, whether does he submit to Allah Ta'ala, or what are the dictates of society as such? How he conducts his marriage in nikah? In the hadith, Nabi Islam says, Inna a'adhaman nikahi barakatan aytarahu The nikah wherein the greatest barakat lies is that nikah wherein the least expense has been incurred. Now this is one side, the teaching of Rasulullah And society will say that do it in a, in a style, do it in a way that it is the talk of the town. Now what does the person submit? Now all these become tests of submission and this occasion of Qurbani and this time of Zul-Hijjah is giving us this lesson that if we want to have the barakat, we want to have the rahmat of Allah wa ta'ala, we want that peace, we want that serenity, we want that good life, we want that life which becomes a means of good for us in dunya and akhirat. And there's only one way for that and that is total submission to Allah wa ta'ala, submission to the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ibrahim taught us the same submission Hazrat Hajra is teaching us the same submission. A little child, Ismail is teaching us the submission. And in the life of Rasulullah, in the life of the Sahaba Kiran, in the life of the Awliya Allah, all these people have taught us the same submission. We want to get to the same point they reach, we'll have to follow the same path. This is something we need to reflect on when performing the qurbani and slaughtering that animal, we need to reflect upon all these lessons as well. Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, give me all of us a coffee.